0: In this exparsha we're told of the mitzvah of egla Rufa which is if Rachman someone is killed outside of a city, there's a whole procedure involving the Rabbonim of that city, um, you know, claiming their innocence, and they kill a calf. There's a whole process. So the question is, what exactly is the connection between egla Rufa and Elul? In addition, there's a very famous uh, Rashi, it's quoting a Gemara, that when Yosef HaTzadik wanted to send a message to Yaakov Avinu. That he's still alive, he sent agalos, and Rashi brings down because the last thing they learned together was egla rufa. So when Yaakov saw the agalos, it reminded him of e- agalos, which sounds a lot like egla. He saw the agalos and it reminded him of egla rufa, the last thing they learned together. So the question is, what what is the pshat that that was the last thing they learned together? Is that a coincidence? What, what's the meaning of this? So, the pasuk tells us in the sixth that the elders of that city go out to the place where that person is murdered, and they say the following That We did not kill this person. We didn't kill him. It wasn't us. So the Gemara in Saitadaf, memheye medbez, asks a very obvious question. The Gemara says, The Gemara says, Do we actually think that the Rabbonim of that town, you think, Are the murderers? Of course not. So it says the Gemara, What the Rabbonim are saying is, of course we didn't kill him. The Rabbanim are saying, we did everything to protect this person. He was murdered, but we, we, we have no fault at all. And what specifically do they say that they did is that they escorted him out of the town. That one of the laws is that you're supposed to escort a guest, and the members of the Rabbanim of that city are supposed to escort all members of the city that are leaving. And they're saying, we escorted him. Halamata says the Gemara, you see from here, that, that had they not escorted him, it's as if they would have killed him. And they're saying, we did everything right. We even escorted him out. Because had they not escorted him out, had they not walked him out, that taka would be a problem. But they say, we did. Now, what's the meaning? What's the reason that if you escort someone out of the city, that if you escort him, it's sort of, then you're sort of not liable if something happens to them. But if you don't escort him, it's as if you killed the person. How, what's the meaning behind that? So the Marau, in his Pirish on Saita, explains that when you escort someone out of the city, that action what you're basically trying to tell this person is that i would love to walk you the whole way but i can't but you should know i'm with you and when a person feels like there's other people that care about him when a person feels like there's other jews that are looking out for them that they're a part of something bigger then all of a sudden they have sort of the power of klaw with them they feel better about themselves they'll fight more to protect themselves But when a person feels like they're alone, and feels like no one cares about them, then they're more vulnerable. You see, the small act of escorting someone out of the city gives them a whole world view. All of a sudden, they don't feel alone. They feel like there's people out there, there are people that care about them, and there are people that would want to walk them the whole way, but they can't. That small gesture can make all the difference. The Maral and Gurariye says an amazing thing. Why was it that it was the last thing that Yaakov learned with Yosef at Zadek was that uh, laws of Eglarufa? Says the it wasn't it wasn't happenstance. It wasn't that they were learning Masechesota and they got up to the Parak of Eglarufa. No, what happened was that when Yosef was sent by Yaakov to look for the brothers, that fateful day that led to him being sold, Yaakov Vinu escorted him out of the house. To which Yosef asked Yaakov, Why is the father escorting the son? So Yaakov responded, says the Maral, that we have a law that we learn out from Eglarufa. You're supposed to escort someone because you want to show that person, that I'm with you. And Yosef, Yaakov was telling to Yosef Atzadik, at I am with you in this journey, wherever long. Hopefully it'll be very short, but you should know you're not alone. So says the Maral, an amazing thing. That walk that Yaakov did for Yosef is what protected him all those years. You see, when Yosef sent the wagons, and sent the message to Yaakov Avinu, what he was really trying to explain to Yaakov is you want to know not how how was not how am I alive, that how did I how did I survive all this? This Egla Rufa was not just a wink from Yosef to Yaakov saying, Remember this is the last thing we learned. He was saying, Remember that last gesture that you did? It was that walk, that little action that you did, that changed everything. And all those years, those 22 years where I was in prison and I was going through difficulty, I remember that walk. And that walk is, you know, how Yosef became the of b'chaleret Mitzrayim. I once heard from my Rebbe that perhaps we all know the Medrash that when Yosef Sadek was going in to do the Avera with Eishas Potiphar, he saw a picture of Yaakov Avinu. He saw an image of Yaakov Avinu. Perhaps this is that image. He remembered Yaakov walking with him, and he, you know, he reminded himself, "I'm not alone. There's someone out there that's thinking about me, that cares about me, and my actions matter." And that was what Yosef said to Yaakov Avinu, that that action that you did, that walking out, it's just the last thing we learned was Eglarufa. He's saying that Eglarufa, that walk out, that escort that you did for me, it protected me for all those years. And the message is very simple. We're getting ready for Rosh Hashanah a lot of times we're looking for big things but the truth is it's those small things those small gestures you give someone a tzedakah you give someone to, uh, who needs tzedakah a give a dalabi, a smile there's someone in shul who's, who's irritating to you you don't say something there's someone who's doing something to you that's a little bit annoying and you're kind It's those small gestures those small little eglarufas that can make all the difference I'll end with one of my favorite maizim so Maisa goes that the wife of the Groh, the Groh's wife, had a friend, and they made a deal between the both of them, that whoever passes away first will come to the other in a dream and describe Oylem So the friend passed away before the wife of the Groh. She came to the wife of the Groh in the dream. So the wife of the Groh said, so what's Oylem like? So she said, I can't really reveal, it's part of the deal, you can't really reveal these things. But I can tell you one story. If you remember, she says to the wife of the Groh, we were once walking on Shabbos and a poor person came over to us and asked, where is the soup kitchen? So she said, I described to this person where it was. I said, go down the block, make a left. She said to the wife of girl, you have no idea the schar that I got for this. But she said, if you remember, that person asked, that person then turned to you and, and you picked up your finger and you pointed. To make it a little easier, so that the poor person doesn't have to ask anybody. She says, you have no idea the great schar that's awaiting for, for your little point. Small things, small kindnesses to another person make all the difference. You have no idea what that person is going through. And the little acts of kindness can can protect Yosef HaTzadik. Sheol B'zaychet, to mekabel upon ourselves to work on these small things. That's what this time of year is about. To to a little bit, to push ourselves a little bit more and that's chos, we should have this month of Elul should be used properly, it should be turned into as I mentioned, last Shabbos a city of refuge for Klal Yisrael It shall lead us to chesiv, chesiv, good child.